Blog Talk Radio. And here is Helena Steinhornstein coming to you yet again with our wondrous world. This world so full of wonders. And I tell you right now, <laughs> this show, of course, is going to the archives, meaning it would go to history. So if you listen to this show in a few years, this year, right now, is 2020 in March. And we have in the world a, a serious virus that's going around and that's making people crazy. It's making people crazier than it's making them sick. This is too bad. This is a wondrous world, but we can do a little bit more about it, how we handle situations. You know all this about the pandemic and the virus that's going around. We have viruses going around all the time. It doesn't sound so nice to have to say so, but each year in this country, this wonderful United States of America, we have what I've heard about 66,000 people who die from the flu each year. I had a couple of friends who died from the flu last year. And, uh, you know, this happens, but no one is getting so crazy about it. And here we have this new virus. Seeing in the state, uh, well, it was my daughter who told me who's up in Ohio right now. And she said that you have had three cases of this uh, coronavirus in Ohio. Three cases out of millions and millions and millions of people. So now they're closing the schools. They told people to go out and buy and stock up food to, so they can isolate themselves in case more people get sick. So I'm all for protecting yourself. I'm all for all these precautions that we are supposed to do. Absolutely. Don't neglect that. Please wash your hands. And before you wash your hands, don't touch your face. Not even scratching your nose. You know, that's very important. And don't expose others to sneezing or anything like this. You know, I went to uh, the doctor for my yearly blood test just a couple of days ago. And I sneeze a lot because, you know, I, I'm very, I have my nose is very sensitive to dust in the air and with air conditioning blowing and so on. I sneeze very often. So now I sneeze. And, you know, just to get rid of sneezing more, you have to blow your nose. And I did those two things just as I was walking into the doctor's office. And immediately, as soon as I stepped inside those walls, they came running with a face mask and told me, you have to wear this bottle of antibiotics in my hand. So you have to take this. You know, this is what I mean. It's nice to be careful, but don't go like panicking about it because that will really not do any good. And many times I wonder, is this a test that is being created just to see how we react to a situation that is serious, which it is, because it's just going a little bit far about this hysteria. I walked by my neighbor's uh, house, one of my neighbors there, and there was a, a woman. She was unloading her grocery shopping in her driveway, and short driveway, so I, I could say hello and so on. And I looked at those gallons and gallons of water that she was unloading from her trunk in the car. And uh, I said, you have filtered water inside, and there's no shortage of water. Oh. She said, I saw everyone else buying water, so I thought I'd get some water too. You know, that's what I mean. You're just so into the panic of everyone else. There are those who really need that water, and when they come to to the store and, and want to buy water, there is no water because these other people have bought it who really didn't need it. So we have to be so careful 
what we are listening to around us and what attitude you keep with all this and the mindset you are keeping, thinking about the situation. Are you really thinking about it? I mean, seriously, or are you just following your feelings? And the feelings now are of fear. I talked about imagination in my last show. If you haven't heard it, listen to it, because I talk about all these things, like what imagination can do to you. It can really create a whole city. I mean, it could create panic in a whole community. So calm down. You know, keep your head where it belongs, you know, on your body. So instead, let go and allow that superior creative power that we all have access to. And what is that? It's the light. It's the white light. It's that light that we all have also within us. The light that I always talk about. And that's such a big story. That light that we have access to is what I call God. You know, that's how I see God. Because we cannot see God. See God as a man in the sky. Nor do I feel that way. So I cannot call this biggest creative power of the universe. He, for me, it's God, God, you know. And also this highest energy of all. I see that as a shiny light. They say even with this virus, if you're out in the daylight, you're out in the sunlight, it's very good for you. Because evidently this virus doesn't like warm temperatures. So stick to the warmth. Come down to Florida, everyone. Of course, you might have to fly here on your own because, again, in the plane, you have that air that circulates. They say that the, this virus is, is a big virus, meaning that is it the, whatever, the little cell, little cell of this virus so small, that it is very good for you to wear a face mask just to protect yourself for this particular virus. So when you fly, do that. I always wear some kind of cap, usually, because I have a tendency to get a cold head, you know. <laughs> and you have that cold air coming from, the, from you know, the outlets in the plane. And that is not good for your well-being. It's not good for your head. That's how you catch your head cold. Anyway... So that is now about the white light. What is the white light? What is it? If you Google it, you don't get the answer that we are talking about. It's instead saying white light is defined as the complete mixture of all of the wavelengths of the visible spectrum. (laughs) What is spectrum? Well, I just say different wavelengths different frequencies, and I see that as colors. So what they're saying, the white light is defined as the complete mixture of all, all colors. This means that if I have all of the color, colors of the rainbow focused into one spot, and I mix them together, let's say I shake them up now, put them all in a pot. You know, we go to Home Depot and they do that. But they put all those colors in a pot and they mix them at a very high speed, you know, high frequency. And when you open up, you have white. And this is what they say here, that if you mix all the colors of the rainbow into one spot, you will get a beam of white light. So what science is saying with this, in the white light, in God, in the perfection, you have absolutely everything, which means when you go down in frequencies, you're lowering the power of the light. And now you can use that power into the negative. And that is why I say this power of the light is like the pillar of color 
with the lower frequencies at the bottom and you go up and up and up. You have at the bottom the black and you go into the brown and, and then it moves on and the dark brown and the burgundy brown and burgundy red and eventually turn into red. And now you go into the higher frequencies, meaning the colors. That power of the light. I'm asked that question so many times. Power, it is the highest power of all. It's the God energy, and it floats through the whole universe. If you hear, if you heard my shows several times, you've heard me say that lots and lots and lots of times. And still, somehow, many don't get it. You know, imagine it is a power that you have within us within you, within can use it for our highest good. It's your choice. If you want to be pessimistic, you can, of course, use it for the lower frequencies. And you will be more and more and more pessimistic. And everyone has to say nice things to you because you cannot cheer yourself up because the core of you is pessimistic. That's the one you are now. So now you have to change your whole attitude and allow this power to shine within you. That is what it means to be created in the power of God. You have it in you from the very, very beginning. And what is it that And I've had that question also, and I think I have it on my list here, that um, what is it that people do the most wrong on this world? Well, we're following the wrong uh, gods. And I'm not talking about God, God, if you say he or she. No, we're following the wrong gods. And we are forgetting the first commandment. What is the first commandment? You should put, you know, it says so in all religions, basically. And here we have decided or we have found that the light, which is love and light, we should put that first in all situations. And when we do that, things will change. I guarantee it. You know, I had a full light. I have found this works. And I have found when I'm miserable and put my misery first. This is what I get more of and more of and more of. And this is what we do so wrong. And I had someone, a client who called me up and he's so desperate because he has the business uh, situation and it's not good. And he makes that into his biggest agenda. He cannot sleep, he cannot eat, he's feeling horrible. He's making himself sick with it. And if I say, oh, you have to think positive, he doesn't like to hear that because that's not a fact. No, it's not a fact, but you can turn it into a fact. I know enough of, of, of how it works. And I mean, this is how it works. But you have to trust and believe this. It doesn't work for you if you say, no, I don't have any problem. And then horrible feeling in your stomach and you can hardly breathe and your heart is aching because you somehow don't believe it. So you have to go all the way. And that is very, very hard. So when you have that problem, and I say that to many people, scream. Scream it off. Sit in the car, drive somewhere where it's noisy and just scream in the car so no one can hear it and you cannot scream anymore. And then you have no fear left in you. And you can do this now if you fear that you, if you're old. And uh, of course, if you're old, you have more of a chance of getting very sick. And doesn't have to be the end of it because 
you know, there is an agenda for each one of us. Of course, if you're older, you have lived your life, so it's more of a chance that this is the way you're going to move on into the next level of, of consciousness of life because you're still living on the other side. So if you now feel that you want to move forward, begin to be positive. See, now when you screamed your, your, your head off, and you now are empty-headed, begin to feel that I'm going to fix this. I'm going to do this. And now, listen only to positive energy. Everything around you has to be positive. Go and look at animals, for instance. They don't care about your problems. If you have a pet, play with the pet. And just forget your situation. Or if you have small, small children, they're good for that too. Or if you have a loving spouse or loving friend, they can talk sense into you. Put first what you want in your life. That's the whole agenda. Put first what you want in your life. Put the light first. And that is the energy that we have to keep in our life. You want more of. As number one in your life. So that was uh, uh, someone, and that what is your inner light? That is the question I got so many times. And uh, someone said also, it's so easy for you to, to do this because you know you were born with this gift. And I tell you, yeah, I was born with this gift. You were too. I wasn't born with this gift to use it. Uh, the way I do now. Yes, I was born with it, but I didn't know how to use it. Let's put it that way. I didn't know how. Somehow, I had to find that out, and that was through the problems. That I said that, no, I have to think positively now, because if I don't, I, I will go under. And I've had tough going in my life many, many times. And each time I got over it, through Allowing the light to shine in my life. How did I discover that? Well, I go back to the story. If you read my story, you you have heard it. But it's worthwhile listening to again. Because I bring it up. And that was actually the foundation for my whole work right now. For my whole philosophy and attitude child, I had all, all kinds of abilities that I totally ignored and, and scrapped. <laughs> I just didn't use it. I thought it was just stupid because no one else used that. <clears throat> so now I was a teenager. I didn't believe in anything. I certainly didn't believe in, believe in a man sitting up in the sky. Certainly not. So um, here I had uh, and I was going to school. Uh, I was going to, to college now. I was going to to uh, the second university that I was already attended. That was the one I went to in Germany. I didn't stay more than one semester there. And then I went to Switzerland to a French-speaking university. Isn't that amazing how you try to make everything hard for you? Not only did I study my subjects, but I had to do it in French. Huh. You know. I knew French from school, but I really had to improve my language skills. So anyway, so now I was in a building where lots of other girls, we each had a room, and then it was an old building, so old rooms were different. It was kind of a a lovely building. Mine had a balcony. It was nice overlooking the mountains. Couldn't have been prettier. And uh, one and here I was sleeping, and I was like all other girls, you know. We looked at boys, and we went out with boys a little bit, but we were, you know, into our little groups, and we studied. And I liked it; I was happy. There was nothing wrong with my life. And then suddenly, one night, I wake up, and here I had this room. It has a bed in a corner, you know, and European beds at that time they were very narrow. So they put this narrow bed in the corner. And here I was. And to just turn around was kind of not that easy. 
Anyway, so I had my back out towards the room. Then the night, I noticed some kind of pressing behind me in the room. I was, I just felt it so strongly that I began to be feel terrified. How is it? But it felt like lots of people even. It was so strong. And I started to perspire, you know, my heart was beating and I was petrified. And suddenly, I couldn't handle it anymore. I turned around. Actually, I turned around and sat up at the same time and looked into the room. And here I saw a fire. I saw a burning fire in the center of the room. I couldn't figure out what it was because it was not a fire. It was, you know, fire is yellow and orange and it sparkles and it's not sparkles somehow too. But it was just like different. And this one didn't spread out any heat and it seemed to be stationary, although it was moving. It was moving inside of it like crazy. And it rotated around itself and was whitish, lots of whitish. And maybe, you know, different colors, that little bluish and so on, and yellow too. It was definitely a fire. And I decided, oh, this is some kind of, it must come from my little, you know, I had the battery radio standing on the table in the center of the room, which was my writing desk because it was very spartan, you know. The only good light was actually one from the ceiling that I could pull down, down over the desk. So that was my desk where I was working. And now in the center of the room, evidently next to the table, there was this big fire. And I sat in awe and just looked at this fire. What is it? I was so fascinated and in a way, I almost felt like happy looking at it. Long I was sitting watching this fire. And now, all of a sudden, there was a voice coming out of the fire. I never forget that tone of the voice. It was so powerful, so broad. It was not a man's voice. It was not a woman's voice. It was a warm, a, a voice that covered man, woman, and everything in between. That was the power of the voice. I got so scared when it spoke. I didn't even listen to what it had to say. But whatever it was, and I have a feeling I know it was, I didn't want to listen to. I didn't want to hear it all. It irritated me. It scared the hell out of me. And I wanted to run out through the wall that was, you know, just the closest one to me at the time. But I didn't. So I just kind of covered myself up with everything in bed and somehow passed out again. This was not a dream. This was a reality. And in the morning when I woke up, I saw how I hit the water glass standing next, next to my bed. I hit it down on the floor, and I remember I did that too. And uh, then I looked out in the room, and it was so quiet. It looked like nothing had ever happened ever. It looked like it had never been touched before. And curiously, I walk around the room and try to smell if there was any smell from anything that I could touch, but nothing had been changed. But I had been changed somewhere within me because I changed from then on. I was less kind of like the others. I was more like myself. I started to kind of go back and, oh, one can do that. And, you know, I could see things. I could see, you know, uh, into the dimensions when I was a child. I could see through people. There were lots of things. And I had a very strong sense of spirit when I was a small child. And that's 
sense of being connected to something higher was coming back. Still couldn't figure it out. I didn't tell anyone in the whole world about this with the light. It just stayed with me for years and years. And then suddenly, I don't even know how many years later, after I had lived a very, you know, eventful life, well, it wasn't the end of my life, but it was like a long time. I was not studying anymore, and I was, by that time, uh, had been married, and, <laughs> and I had been widowed. Now it appeared before me. Oh, but the light that I saw, that was the God light that lives within me. And it came out in front of me to remind me of who I really was. It was so clear to me. It was like, wow, now I know what it's all about. And I cannot describe that feeling that went through me. It was just so big and so convincing. Now I knew. My God, I knew the secret. Now I know who we all are. And that is the answer. What is the white light? all kinds of things saying, oh, that's the light or the God light or the universe or boom, 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 you know. But this is exactly what the light is about. If you take this little piece of information and send it around to everyone and say, this is from Helena Steiner Hornstein, you can contact me and I can help you awaken it. You already have it within you. And, of course, you can awaken that just through trust, trusting it again and again, who you are. You are created in the image of God. God is the ultimate energy that is listening to you, who you are, and why is the person that you actually are are a child of the highest good and we are meant to be that and I wonder all these things that are happening now if it's some kind of test challenging us to actually find out who we really are that we are all in a togetherness and it's not the question of them and me anymore because it's all us because we are now all united together in this incredible energy of the power of the light but what I want to say yes we're all together however the thing is you are together with the light you have it in you So let's stand together with the light and our physical self. Let's stand together with the intellect, credible power. The intellect, skip that. It's just such a limitation. You cannot limit this in any way. The light goes on and on and on. It's also the eternity. We are eternal beings. Not the body, we have found that out. I mean, you can lose your body, you can, you know, paint, you can do whatever with your body and it doesn't last. Still, whatever you try to do, but your body of light, that is the true you, that will last. You saw that if you remember the cocoon, which was uh, like... uh, extraterrestrials came here uh, to this earth and they took the shape, you know, the outside of the of, of human beings, nice looking human beings, and they were part of human life here. And uh, then one uh, of the humans asked one of these extraterrestrials, I mean, who looked exactly like him, I mean, looked like totally normal human beings. And then I think 
this extraterrestrial kind of took and lifted, he took the eyelid, the lower eyelid, and kind of pulled it down. And out came that big, big, shiny light. And the human got so scared, might have run away or he fainted or whatever it was. But what that movie wanted to say, this is who we are. We, are, we have a light body inside of us. And that is the truth of the one that you are. Isn't that wonderful? So we'll see what other questions. Oh, yes, and I'd like to, that's an old question, and I haven't answered it. But someone asked, uh, you know, I enjoy your show very much, and uh, I'm looking forward to listening to each time you are on the ad. You're not often enough for me. And, yes, it's true. I've been on, on, on the ad for probably 12 years now. And I have my followers, and they come and go, of course, but it's been kind of solid. And some shows have had more attendance, or if people go back to it again and again. And uh, it shows that we have certain interests. And sometimes I've been surprised that people come to me. They're not listening to the show how to make money. It seems they can go to better shows probably for that. Someone who promises more because with me, it means you have to activate that higher power within you. So what people have wanted to listen to is about your soul. It's a great appetite to know more about our soul, who we are and what we can do and the soul power, so on. And also about our higher self. We want to know who we are and this higher self. I call that light body within you, your higher self, that light within you, the God energy. That is your higher self, within the image of God. So what is this with higher self when you start to find out about your higher self? We're finding about our truth. T-R-U-T-H, truth. The truth about us. It's not that we are mean, just wanting money and want to control others. That's not our truth. That's why people are only looking for that. They're so miserable. Have you thought about it? They're really miserable in every way because they're looking for the wrong God. So, and then I must say, then I had, uh, <laughs> and that was really almost absurd how many thousands of people who wanted to listen to my, at that time, she's gone now, she's, she's gone to a different level. My friend Gunilla von Post, who had a love affair with JFK, with John Kennedy, how people wanted to listen to that. It was really big time. And of course, since we were we were friends. She spoke extremely freely, and uh, she said anything. Or she said, always. She always that way. She said, "Well, I'm the same way. We're both very much the same. We said what we wanted to say." Anyway, and she talked about her time with uh, with uh, Kennedy. And I remember after that, she wanted me to contact JFK, and just have a conversation with him because, you know, I'm a medium also. You have no idea how well that worked and how he came in and said so many things. It was just amazing. It, that was not on air. That was, uh, I came to her house, actually. She, I always lived in Miami uh, before, and she always lived in Palm Beach, Florida, unless we were both in Sweden. But we had that meeting of the soul, JFK, her, and me. And we had such an interesting time. It was just amazing. And another thing that uh, they wanted to, uh, people want to know about, how to handle fear. I'm so glad people want to handle that. Fear is not a natural thing. Yes, I take that back. Fear is the natural thing, 
but a natural thing where you protect yourself. Animals have that fear. They're careful. They don't step forward, you know, they easily because something kind of alerts them. They maybe can smell there's a human being in the neighborhood, and that's why they're fearful, they're careful. They do that to protect. The fear that we show is just a fear that we have been taught through the millennia, through the generations. And that fear has been taught to us just because those who were in control wanted to control us even more. They wanted to control not only what we're doing, but also what we were thinking and believing. So fear is something that we have in us. Our parents have that. Oh, you mustn't do that and you mustn't do that. And it's okay if that fear from the parents comes, or you mustn't walk out on thin ice and you mustn't do that. But when the fear comes, oh, no, be careful. You shouldn't be too successful and you shouldn't dare think a different way. And that is the fear that so many, I think, been victims of. And when I started to do this, what I'm doing now, I had a fear also in me. And then with time, I found out that fear I had to move on in this lifetime was the fear of moving forward to be successful with what I was doing. That's very much a fear that we have also. Oh, what shall I do if I'm successful? Oh, God. And it's true. It's hard to have a lot of money when you suddenly get it on your lap. It's very, very scary for many to have so much money. So then somehow you find a way to get rid of it. So that fear sometimes can be an obstacle. So um, and then someone else, in your healing sessions, and we do the altered states, and that this is what everyone is, is kind of uh, calling a meditation, but it's meditation that I do with people. It's not a meditation. It's a healing process. And in that healing process, I often get various, well, I get various symbols and I get their pictures. And very often, the, the picture of a pyramid appears, particularly with some people more than other pyramids. Mean, this is what this lady is asking. What does that pyramid stand for? Well, for us in that session, it means it is your sacred, it's your divine self that is now standing up. And then that's why in these images, you and this image are walking up to this pyramid and you touch it or you walk into it. It's a symbol of your sacred self. And once you can walk into that pyramid, following, you know, in the images that I get. So I don't direct you to do these things. Spirit is giving both you and me those images. Most of the time, I think, or I hear it a lot from people, that they say, oh, I always see those pictures just before you said it. And that is the amazing thing. And this is why this whole process is so absolutely amazing and unique. And it is from spirit guiding process with the light. You have to know who you are. That you are a spiritual being. And you are meant to touch that divine sacred place of yourself to turn into, you know, a power station of all this. So this is probably all I'm going to tell you in this session because this is actually a session. And uh, you get so much stuff in this uh, particular program 
and do share them. They're copyrighted, so don't copy and sell it. <laughs> but you can have this for your own personal self to come into a private session uh, with me. And it's just you and I. Enjoy that time very much. Now that you can be with me for free, it's not amazing. And my website is www.speakingtoyourheart.com. I have another name for it, which is www.activate. A C T. I have to spell it, write it down so I don't say A C A for Adam, C for Charles, T for Tom, I com, but that's so hard to understand so for the same site as it's speaking to your heart dot com and what that also and it advised you many times if you want these meditations uh, I have the that is a meditation called finding your inner light that's really good it's a bestseller. And you can get it as, uh, as an MP3 and download it on your phone. And you can do that from the website. I have another website, speak, uh, which is Body Soul Connection. It's so old, but it attracts so many uh, viewers that I don't want to, to take it off. But I have to modernize it. It's just been there since the 1990s or something when, you know, Websites looked like that, uh, which is bodysoulconnection.com. So um, uh, that just proves for how long I've been around. So I'm not one of those newcomers. I know my field, which is the light, the white light. Now let's do a little meditation. If you hear music in the background, it's Stephen Halpert's wonderful music. And now you relax. And relax. You close your eyes. And you take a deep breath. You know who you are. You are a child of the light. That is your commandment. And because of that, you always put the white light within you, in front of you, and around you. And now you relax and relax and relax and you go deeper and deeper and deeper within you, deeper still. You are a spiritual being and you love to relax. You are now relaxed like you are surrounded by calm, beautiful, darkish, blue, black, peace. You feel surrounded by this warmest, darkish, darkish blue. And this is night. Somewhere far, far away where you have not placed yourself. You are a spiritual being. You know that now. You know, you know who you are. You came to this world with a purpose. And that purpose is to allow your light to shine. And that light that you are supposed to connect with lives within you right now. And you are so well connected. You know who you are. You are of love, of light. And now you look up and you realize way up high above you there are 
countless, absolutely countless numbers of stars twinkling and shining above you are the shine of light. You are of the light. You are free now this time. You are free to use the light and to send that light to those around you, to those that maybe you have problems with, and you are now sending them healing light. And as you send them this healing light, you charge yourself with more and more and more. Those stars up in the sky are connected with you through strings of rays all coming down upon you. You feel you are shining. And you take a deep breath. Take a strong, strong and powerful deep breath. You know who you are. Yes, you know who you are. You are in tune. You have now connected with this higher power through your wishes. And as soon as you have a wish planted in your chest area, to be connected with this light, suddenly you see a big, big ray of light coming down across the sky and it's now reaching you. This big ray of light is entering through your body, through your pores, and this light is filling your cells. And we are washing you clean with this light, clear, clear. And you take a big, deep breath, cleansing you. Yes, cleansing you. Getting rid of your old fear. There's no room for that in your life. You make room for light. Only for light. In your body and in your life. You are more and more and more connected. More and more and more in tune with the truth of you. The truth is that you have a shining core, a positive power within you. And allow that positive power to make you well to make you stay well, to clear away all darkness, to allow that core of light to rotate faster and faster within you. Allow you to shine. So you will shine good thoughts and intentions all around you. And now you send light to those that maybe you have problems with. And you just send like a shower of light. And the more light you send to them, the more light you are receiving from above. You have now found your truth. Now you know who you are. And you are so grateful for that. You are a shiny light. And you release yourself from all worry. And you just feel safe. You feel so safe now. And now slowly, slowly we are coming back to here and now. So when I tell you to open your eyes, open them up. If you open them, close your eyes again 
and their still so embedded in light. Yes, you are so embedded in light. It shines, it shines, it shines. It's like you cannot have enough of that light. Get it more and more and more into your being. Find it. Use it. Have it with you day and night. And should you ever feel not well, bring down the light in through your being. Fill your lungs with light. And then brush off the shadows from your being. Number one. Number two. Number three, light shines within you. You love the light. You just love that light within you. One, two, three, four, five. You trust the light because you know that this is your birthright. You know it's true. One, two, three, four, five. Number six. And now, number seven, you open your eyes again. And this is Helena Steiner Holmstein speaking to you, to the big wide world. And my email address is dr for doctor, Helena, dr Helena, info, short for information, dr Helena, info at yahoo.com and there's a little copyright but you can send it as much as you want to everyone but not to copy this because we have to focus the energy from here from this station of white light and now lovely meeting with you I'll see you next time and I'm getting a little better in planning my shows now so next time we will speak again. Well, you have it on the schedule there already, what we will talk about. And if you have questions, just um, email them to me. I'm not so, you know, I don't look at the ones because I get like a list of people who are calling me. And I forget because I sit and talk with my eyes closed. <laughs> so that's why I don't click on your calls. So, uh, I, and I don't do healing on air. I do them over the phone and I do them over Skype and over FaceTime and whatever you have. So uh, it's free for you to use those ways. Not my session, but it's the call. It's have a wonderful time. And again, look at these times now that seem to be tough somehow. Look at it as a test. And that you will just overcome this test like you have overcome all other tests. Be good. Be happy. Be healthy. And fill yourself with this wonderful love and light energy. This is Helena. Be good. Bye-bye.